Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one, our maiden voyage, if you will, of the Baka to Baka podcast. Let's go. I am one of two hosts. I am Tim, and my other host is Ivan, who is hello. who is my cousin. Hello. So hello. it was only right that we that we started something like this because we are avid anime lovers. We love the culture. Uh, we love the art, everything about it. So we decided to make this podcast just for exactly. fun, just for fun. Something uh, that we love. Something I that we love that, and we're very passionate you know, we about. Share, not between ourselves, but you know, with mm-hmm. everybody else that's avid mm-hmm. fans of anime as well. And even if you're not and you want to get into anime, you can listen to us babble and talk about our love of it. And maybe, maybe you'll catch the spark and, you know. We could give you some recommendations. Exactly. Anything that we talk about here could spark your interest, and maybe that'll get you going onto the, the road of the otaku life. <laughs> and see, that's the thing about anime too. Is like, you know, there's not just one thing for one person. There's there's many different kind of variety and genres that I think could appeal to anybody that has certain kind of tastes. You know, mm-hmm. right? And there are too many. There are too many to watch. Like I have, there's a lot. There's no way I've watched, like, anywhere close to everything that's been made so far. There's so many anime that even popular ones that I probably have never really watched or tried mm-hmm. to watch yet. So, you know, like Ivan said, there's there's definitely one for you out there. It's just all up to you to just you know seek it out. Exactly, and um, if you need help, you can always hit us up. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know where that. <laughs> I don't know where either. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, we made this podcast to talk about all things anime, gaming, uh, pop culture, uh, maybe even down the road something super random that's in our mind. You know, this mm-hmm. is all just for fun. It's an open, open-minded, open-ended podcast, really. But the the core foundation is definitely anime because, you know. It's something that so <laughs> it's just it's just something that consumes our life all the time, and more often than not, I always either talk to you, Ivan, about you know the anime that we watch mm-hmm. or that we're currently watching in the season, or I talk to my other cousin Jacob, who I would love to have as a guest. And yeah, we're, I think of that's course, great. of course, we're gonna have guests on the show. Yeah, yeah. Like our whole family loves anime. Like you don't realize it. Like Catherine, like my cousins in New York, like they love anime. Evan loves anime. And stuff like that, so you know we'll definitely get uh, yeah, friends, family, whoever wants to be on this show to to share their passion as well. Exactly, I think I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, let's get. Oh, I guess we should say why we call it Baka to Baka. So we are. An... <laughs> I guess that's important too, right? Like, why would you call it? Why would you call it idiot to idiot? Yeah. Well, if if you know if you didn't get the reference, obviously. Right. So. Uh, the inspiration came from our love for puns as you know the worst puns you can think of we love them no matter like how the, cringy mm-hmm. exactly it's like the cringe but it's 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 still tasteful not that it's tasteful there you go it That's is it, it actually it's actually really hilarious because like back to back we're cousins you know we're back to back talking about the stuff but you know play on words with baka which is idiot in japanese but you know, back to back, baka to baka. Baka to baka. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, well, that's I, I just like 
I liked our our progression of getting to this <laughs> this podcast name. Um, so just a little backstory: we mm-hmm. when we decided to come up with this this podcast, we 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 have this affinity towards Gudetama just because. Yes. When we went, we we so Tim and I went on a trip to Japan. This is like back in 2018, and I remember like Gudetama for some reason was just kind of like the biggest thing for us when we were there. Yeah. And so when we came up with this podcast, we we kind of want to revolve our podcast around you know this egg, mm-hmm. you know, essentially mm-hmm. that's just kind of like a lazy egg. Yep. I, I think it was just really funny because I kind of I think we can kind of relate to him a little bit in a sense. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So what started off was just a, about an egg, just kind of re- started revolving around like just <laughs> puns that we could come up with that kind of related to anime and. Mm-hmm. I somehow got to the point where I was um, telling Tim that I was just like, how about we do something like something sundere, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like something with baka. Mm-hmm. And, and oh my God, you, I swear you just came up with the funniest pun right on the spot. I want to go and through I think text, after so that, yeah, we, we can, I mean, we can, if we want to, but it was just like the funniest thing. It just worked so well. Yeah. And it was like, that we just felt it felt natural that it was like, so natural we didn't it. like when i first started thinking about names like i was like man do i want to like do something fresh or do i want to like play off of someone else's or like a right. joke and like we went through like other jokes and stuff and, and it started with the egg the egg puns and then we were like oh do that do you want to do the anime style even though we're like kind of an open-ended podcast mm-hmm. And then, like you said, it just naturally progressed from Sundere, Baka, to that. And it was just like, that's it. That was it. That was the one. Baka to Baka. It was perfect. So, yeah, that's the, the origin story. So if you ever wonder in future episodes how we got this name, just go to episode one. We're not going to repeat this. <laughs> uh, for time's sake. But, uh, yeah, so that's how we became Baka to Baka. And here we are. And first order of business, as anime fans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ivan, what was your first series ever, if you could remember, or at least at least to like the 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 earliest series that you could remember? Okay, so I think for me, um, one of my favorite memories is uh, when when we used to live in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time we, I want to say we were like taking a trip somewhere, mm-hmm. and I remember we were. Like kind of in like a hotel kind of thing. It was like one of those military like hotels, kind of like the one yeah. we yeah the kind of like we stayed in when we were in Japan, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I remember my friend Joseph. I call him Joe. We call him Jr. Yeah. And uh, I remember this one time. I want to say, I think it was my dad or my mom. I can't. I honestly, this is like really far back. I can't really remember too mm-hmm. much. It came back with a a Gundam model and it was like the one of the little like tiny i think the one that you got the small yeah yeah, yeah. small version of like gundam the and i remember yeah the chibi versions and i remember building out i thought the robot was like one of the coolest things ever it was uh it was like a chibi heavy arms from gundam wing nice and uh, i remember i remember just enjoying like building it yeah, yeah. I, like i had so much fun and then i think i i think from there i got on to actually watching Gundam, Gundam Wing, Wing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and oh my god, just the idea of like mecha robots, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, 
guns shooting i thought it was like the coolest thing ever a space mecha drama pretty much exactly yeah and i i really enjoyed it nice and i remember watching that series and then of course like as as you know when you're younger it was a lot of pokemon yeah i think pokemon definitely was cool. uh-huh. uh pokemon i remember watching that a lot mm-hmm. and then um another big thing that came out after pokemon was uh was Yu-Gi-Oh when when Yu-Gi-Oh debuted Ooh, so a lot classic. of like a lot of like kind of the like, when you think of like childhood animes for me it was just kind of uh-huh. like that pokemon and like Yu-Gi-Oh yeah like kind of like late like 1998 right yeah somewhere around there yeah 97 to like 2000 like one or two yeah for yeah. sure Yu-Gi-Oh uh shaman king right Mm-hmm. If you ever watched that Digimon, even Digimon's Digimon was great. I love yeah. Digimon. Um, what about yeah, you? What was your what was your uh, my first? I guess earliest memories of, of anime. anime. That's oh, that's a good question. Let's see. Thinking back, I mean, the earliest that I can remember is definitely Dragon Ball. Ooh, I think I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball was like my first uh exposure to anime like uh mm-hmm. like japanese anime not like the ones on like i Yu-Gi-Oh and like uh gundam or pokemon all that stuff that's japanese but we watched that on like uh when they released it to the right the they western it... side exactly yeah, yeah. I know right like in america mm-hmm. um but my first like legit Japanese anime experience would have to be Dragon Ball, I would say, from mm-hmm. what I can remember. And it was back when I was in Germany. Uh, when I was living in Germany, I remember one of my dad's friends in the army, uh, I forgot his name, uh, he stayed over at our place for like a week mm-hmm. just to like get things started because he was like brand new. Um, and I remember he had these like VHS tapes. Ooh, going going old school. Like, oh, dude, super old school. (laughs) And there was one night he was like, "Hey, Tim, do you like uh cartoons?" I was like, "Yeah, I love cartoons." What kid doesn't like cartoons? I was like, "What, twelve at the time, Mm -hmm. or thirteen, or whatever?" And he or twelve or ten or eleven or ten. Uh, I remember he was like, "Oh, come watch this with me," and it was. I'm pretty sure it was Dragon Ball or either Dragon Ball Z. Like the very first episode of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. when uh, when Goku, or I guess the first Dragon Ball Z arc was Goku fighting his cousin Raditz. Okay, and like we see like Gohan, or whatever. That was my, I want to say that's my first earliest like legit dive into anime because ever since that episode, like I watched Dragon Ball Z from then on out for like. Mm-hmm. The longest time, and I thought this was like the greatest anime. And then moving into the uh, the whole Pokemon stuff, like I didn't really know that it was an anime. I thought it was an American thing <laughs> because we were introduced to it. Right? Westernized. It was, it, yeah, exactly. Because it was it was it was dubbed at that point. Right. And I was like, oh man, this is pretty cool. And like you know the 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 trading cards, uh, the game. Like mm-hmm. as a young kid, like I there was no way I could do research on like what it was. Like where it came from, you just take it as it is. Yeah, exactly. This is what we were given, and you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take it. Yep. Um. So yeah, uh, Dragon Ball, slash Dragon Ball Z. Um. Believe it or not, Fatal Fury. 
Fatal Fury. I never heard of the that movie. One. The movie, not the not the fighting game. Or never, I, I, no, I've never heard of it. What really? Like the fighting game? Yeah. Like the SNK like stuff? Yeah, yeah. No, like no. King of Fighters and stuff like that. No. Oh boy, that's gonna be a whole other episode. <laughs> oh. Um, I was watching like uh anime movies like that, like Fatal Fury uh movies, uh, and. I guess back in the day, I wasn't supposed to tell my parents because it had, like, some nudity in it. <laughs> uh, that and, like, Ninja Scroll, dude. Like, I watched all that stuff. Like, he he put me on the map. Like, that friend. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he had, like, a mountain of VHSs that he brought from wherever he used to live with him. And, like, it was great. Uh, wait, wait. So were these were these VHSs, like, just strictly... No, like, legit. It They were... Of course, it's it's, like... Dubbed uh-huh. in Japanese, but like, how did you did you just watch it like that? Like you just watch? Oh no no no! I I mean like Japanese that you just don't understand. No 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 no! He had he had the English dub. Oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. Gotcha. um I was about to say I was like wow you're really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really talented you know just watching you know Japanese anime without <laughs> right. understanding what's being said. Um, so from Dragon Ball Z to like Fatal Fury, uh, Ninja Scroll, even like uh, like Street Fighter, the Street Fighter movies, the animated movies, yeah. um, that progressed to getting into Gundam Wing actually, which is really funny that you mentioned your first thing was like Gundam. Gundam Wing, yeah. Uh, my favorite Gundam, I would say of all time, is Gundam Wing for sure because I grew up with it. Um, Gundam Wing led to Endless Waltz. And that's yeah. when, like, I really dove. Like, that's like my earliest memory of like loving anime a lot. Was like you, like, uh, I had we had friends who visited Japan or who moved to Japan, came to visit one year, and they gave me like models to build. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with like the whole anime culture in general. I guess like the earliest of like of like what I can like dive into was like the models, the 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 anime, the animation, the art, uh, and the music. The, oh, the music the, was good. Dude, I the, loved the mm. the opening to Gundam Wing. I don't dude. know. It was just like um, classic. What is it? Just just communication by Two Mix. Dude, oh my god! It was just like classic. It just gets you so hyped for the for the the opening show. synth, dude. <sighs> Gives me goosebumps. I I can still picture like the opening, just the opening edit itself where he's like you know the opening synth and then you see oh. um you see uh the main character hero yui yep and he's just like you know he has his hand over his face and it's just like slow panning like it was so stylish oh, like so like what? it's visually appealing honestly it was really good it was really well done and that was like peak 90s anime animation yeah. like that style that art style was like i still think it's unbeatable like the animation nowadays is really good but you know, there's the argument of like CG or cell shading and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the hand drawn stuff. Drawing, yeah, the hand drawing stuff is un un unbeaten for sure. But yeah, Gundam Wings uh, opening, uh, endless vaults's uh, uh, freaking score and their opening or, or was it their ending? I don't remember. Like I listened to that. I literally would play back that song on mm-hmm. the on that. D- that was like the one of the first DVDs I ever got on anime for anime. Was the endless waltz? Endless waltz, yeah. Yeah, like I would just replay that ending over or opening over and over and over again. So just a little, a quick side note on mm-hmm. on soundtrack mm-hmm. and Gundam. Can we just talk about, uh, you know, you Gundam Unicorn? You've watched that one, right? Oh yeah. 
about any other. Can we just talk about the amazing score that um, I think personally, I think he's like one of the best when it comes to musical composition. Uh-huh. Um, Hiro, Hiroyuki Sawano. Uh... So Hiroyuki Sawano did the he does the soundtrack for uh, Gundam Unicorn. Uh-huh. He also does um, Attack on Titan. He does the sound. He does the score for Attack on Titan. But, oh yeah, that's right. They mentioned him in uh, yeah. the, uh, the mm-hmm. okay. So, can we just talk about how amazing that score was that he does in Unicorn? Dude, yeah, it's it's freaking like when we were in Japan, like whenever you would go to like the record stores, like all of the Gundam scores, like the the music or the OSTs, that would be like the first ones I'd look for. And Gundam Unicorn was like either not there or it was freaking expensive uh, i think it's like really like, i compare him to like he's like the japanese version of like hans zimmer true yeah i know he's i think he's just so he's op really good he's oh my god you don't even know yeah i was surprised that he didn't win but we'll get we'll get into that we'll, anyway. we'll get to the we'll yeah. get to but yeah no Hiro, yeah Hiro, hiroyuki sawano yeah he's he's a beast um yeah, so that would be my earliest uh, memory, and probably the first, the first, uh, I guess, dive series, Dragon Ball Z, whatever, uh, into the anime life, I should say. Like what that... do you think about? What do you mm. think about like the the pacing though of like Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> well, well, see, like... here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> I. Like when he was there, I watched a bit of like the. Oh, I I never watched like the Japanese dub, mm-hmm. so I don't know how they did it. I don't even I don't even know now like how how they paced theirs because the Americanized version. Dragon Ball Z takes forever. Uh, it's like to just conclude a freaking not even conclude just to start a fight. It's like ten episodes just just to. It's ten episodes of do anything. Dialogue slash villain monologue <laughs> slash somebody's gonna die for a whole episode. We're gonna just you know milk the death. See, I thought I thought Dragon Ball was good, but I just I think that's what killed it for me was just the pacing, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is it felt like well, forever for things to get done. Well, like when I was uh, after I got older and like I was able to watch it online or whatever, like Dragon Ball is not as bad as DBZ. Dragon Ball is pretty but- straightforward. Mm-hmm. But Dragon Ball Z, God, it was just like find out next time or the next episode or five <laughs> on the on Dragon Ball Z, like, dude. So like, it's a funny story too, because like, uh, after after watching all of his tapes, I had nothing else. Growing up, like I didn't get to watch all the other stuff that happened in Dragon Ball Z because you didn't they, have the the accessibility. To there's watch no it. way. Like the internet was still a baby. They didn't have yeah. any streaming services. Uh, cable was what German channels and like mm-hmm. Sky One. <laughs> I don't even remember how to look up, like the if they had any anime to watch. Like, I I have no idea. Um, so it wasn't until we moved back to the states that or my dad moved to the states first. He recorded stuff for me on VHS, like bootleg, <laughs> literally. No, so that's what that's when Toonami like first came out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they did Dragon Ball Z, Big O, Outlaws, like all these amazing anime. Uh, he would record it, 
and he would si- he would ship it back to me, like my mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. and that's what I would go off of. And I swear, every time that tape ended was like the most grueling cliffhanger. Because <laughs> you have to wait another couple weeks for the next one. Yeah, like it would be it would be like uh, like you know, trying to win the lottery, like or like trying to figure out if you know the three tapes that he sent me would conclude the story, and it yeah usually never happened. <laughs> It sucked, dude. Like it was like the worst. It was the worst thing as a kid because you're just like patiently waiting. And then going back to this, like when we eventually moved back to the states, it was still the same thing. You have to wait, wait another yeah. week until that episode came out, and you already knew it was just going to be more dialogue. So you so, know, what's, you know, it's really funny that you mentioned that. Mm. So about the whole VHS thing, yeah. So I remember, I remember like when I was a child when Pokemon was running. Mm-hmm. I remember we used to get VHSs, <laughs> and this is like this is like the OG of like bootlegging. Okay, yeah, we got VHSs, and I, I used to record all the episodes of Pokemon. Yeah, and I'd label I'd like we'd label the VHSs. Nice. Oh, this is for like episode one through mm-hmm. whatever, however much you could fit in the, in the VHS, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know if we still. I, I'm pretty sure we still have those. But I think it's I'm, it's just really funny that like yeah. In order to rewatch, you'd have to do that you know, right? episodes. You just like recorded. Episodes. You had to make sure you recorded it. <laughs> this is like the and I remember like if you were if you weren't at the house when the episode was going to show, uh-huh. I remember you you literally had to set the um the VCR the you time to, right. You put the timer on and then yep. you had to make sure. I was right, just so you could watch the episodes. And when you got home, you watched mm-hmm. the episode. You were, you were happy. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, shout out to my dad for doing that for me, because uh, without <laughs> it, oh man. I mean, I guess I would have been okay because I had like you know video games and stuff, but mm-hmm. my anime fix would not have been quenched. Where would you be now? I don't know. Probably hating anime because of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I guess speaking of series. Uh, multiple series that we've named so far. What would be your all-time favorite? Ooh, that's hard. Cause... If you can't, if you if you can't, maybe name like your top two or top three. Okay, uh, all time. Let's see. Well, after after Demon Slayer, you know, aired this this uh-huh. past year, uh-huh. um, that definitely, dude, the stock went up for that. Was, yeah, that was oh. I yeah. definitely put that up there, yeah. but um, we won't, we're not gonna aside, name we're not gonna name why we won't get into the stories of of why we picked these until like later, but yeah, let's just let's just go off of like your top yeah. three, yeah. Okay, um, let's see, all time series, that's 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 really tough. Um, Gundam, I would say would have to be at the top of the list, and I'm not gonna just name any name any series yeah. just, just because just I love the, them all. The whole uh, what is it? Called? The whole the whole franchise. Exactly, the whole franchise itself. I think I just really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think that'd be at the top of my list. Um, number two would probably have to be um, Food Wars Shokugeki. <laughs> uh, nice. Just because I I think it's really funny, and I yeah. mean, who doesn't love food? Come on now, right? That's number two, mm-hmm. and I think number for number three. Uh, this is excluding Demon Slayer on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I'd have to go with a rom-com. 
and I'm gonna go with um, mm-hmm. my teen romantic. I I don't remember the English title. It's like oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, it's ore, Oregairu in in Japanese short form. Uh huh. That's a good one. I I yeah. I don't remember if I. I'm pretty sure I fin. I swear, like when you get to watching so many anime, you almost don't remember. Sometimes don't remember if you finished it or not. <laughs> um. Damn, that's that's a good top three. Damn. Uh, for me, I think for me, number one right off the bat would be Cowboy Bebop. Ooh, classic. Okay. Uh huh. Just the the music score and everything, just fucking like Watanabe is boss. Um, number two. Ooh. I was gonna say the Gundam franchise also because I grew up with it and like building the models and stuff like that, especially with Gundam Wing holding like a really big place in your, my heart. Place, yeah, I would say the Gundam series or the Gundam franchise overall because, I mean, for the longest time they just came out with hit after hit mm-hmm. after hit, like it was almost like there was no end in sight until recently, which I won't get into. But yeah, overall the Gundam franchise for sure. And my third, oh man, this is tough. Third. All right, I know. There's just like when you watch so many, it's hard to put one over the other. Yeah, for sure. But if there's any anime that I could like, I think I base mine off of like rewatchability. Okay. Yeah. Replayability and uh, yeah. So Cowboy, Gundam franchise, because you could literally pick anything. Any. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um. I would have to say Dude, no this pressure. is this is hard. Dude, no pressure, no pressure. I know, but this is like so hard. I know it's like you don't want to say something wrong cuz I mean it's not that I want to say like... anything wrong. I just don't want to no, no, forget I mean, like, one, right? I mean I mean like you you in a wrong, wrong, say something wrong in a sense you don't want to forget the other I'll ones pick, that you I'll yeah. pick the the other ones that you watched that right. you forget. Okay, for my third one, I think I'm gonna pick the one that like recently came out because I'm not gonna say Demon Slayer. I'm gonna say Kaguya-sama: Love Is War. That's a good one. I like that. I thoroughly enjoy that one. Dude, that oh, made man. me laugh. Like, uh, my girlfriend and I cat watched it, and we were like dying in every episode. It's really well made. It and it yeah, it's really well made. Uh, but yeah, so those, I would say those are my top three. I guess for now, I guess sometimes it changes, but okay, for sure, Cowboy is always gonna be number one for me. Mm-hmm. That's never gonna change. Um, yeah. So getting into the next one, Dave genre. This is a little tough. Favorite genre. I think I'm gonna base my answer off of. Just recent memory, or I guess okay. recent uh, recent seasons that have come out. It had to be like the Isekais. Isekais. Yeah. Any just, any particular one that tops your list? Just series overall. As an Isekai, yeah. Uh, I would have to say. Probably, uh, 
and shoot. Uh, <laughs> again, again, no again, it's really no hard. Um, for me, actually, it would have to be Log Horizon. Log Horizon. Yeah, I don't know if you've watched that. And they, I like, I just finally finished like their season two, and uh, they were in like a super long break because of controversial reasons with the mm -hmm. uh, creator. But apparently, season three is coming out this year. So nice. But yeah, uh, I would say Isekai, and then subcategory would be Log Horizon. Nice. I'm sure a lot of people are like, eh, SAU. <laughs> but yeah, Log Horizon. I mean, it's, oh, dude. Don't you hate when you like say an answer and then you want to go back? <laughs> Every time. Every time. I'll stick with Log Horizon for now. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. What about you? Um, let's see. For me, again, that's, yeah, that's a tough one. I I think I just have to go with, um, favorite genre. See, I really like I really like sci-fi mech, just yeah. because my, my again my love of Gundam. Mm -hmm. But I want to see something different, just because. That's why I chose Isekai <clears throat> also, just to be different. Because I think I'm gonna go with maybe like a rom com kind of thing, mm -hmm. but a slice of life. I want to say slice of life too, but you go ahead. You got it. Um, and I say that because slice of life. I think it's those kind of animes where you can just kind of like relate to the characters, hundred percent. Um, in a, in a in a like personal kind of sense, like they get you in the feels the best. Because in some ways, like it kind of, it can kind of like emulate how you live your life as well. You know, dude, it's crazy how they, how the Japanese can like emulate perfectly, not just their life, like their their environment, but like pretty much the whole world almost, mm -hmm. right? In right. like in like social life or like mental personal life, like it's just like a lot of the series that I love that are a slice of life, like it's so hard. I think the the story, like the Japanese storytelling, mm -hmm. is like really like they 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 do it really well, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but no, like okay, this has never happened to me, but like okay, so for me, I think slice of life mm -hmm. anime that i've watched that i, I really enjoyed mm -hmm. which really caught me in my feelings mm -hmm. ha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um was uh your lie in april oh dude um so good yeah right and it's not it's not like 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 i, I see from your point of view it's like i'm not good at music i can't relate to like the feeling of being good at something like that but the way that they like portray the characters and like their struggles and stuff like yeah, you're saying and, mm -hmm. and what really got me was like you know the uh, I forgot her name I think her name was like Kaori she was the blonde girl yeah 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 the violinist I, I remember I think what really caught me off guard was like how she she liked the main character yeah, the pianist, mm -hmm. and then like, spoiler alert. In case you know yeah, anybody. Oh yeah, full disclaimer: uh, there will be spoilers. You can't help it when you talk there, about there will anime. Always, there will always be spoilers. Um, so, uh, so spoiler alert: you're, here, you've uh, been warned now. At the end, 
um, she, I was I was really sad because, you know, this whole time, the whole series, it just seemed like um, the main character, the pianist, and Kaori were like just this this duo that mm-hmm. that we're gonna play, you know, music together. He was a pianist, she was mm-hmm. a violinist. Kose, and they were just gonna. Yeah. There you go. That's that's the guy, and they were just gonna make music together. Mm-hmm. But you find out later on that uh, she, the violinist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. likes him. Mm-hmm. But she has, I can't remember if it was like a disease or she just like had some kind of like illness. Yeah, it was. Um, um... But she, she eventually, at the end of the series, she dies. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god, it, it, even though like, you know, again, Slice of Life kind of like, you can relate to. Well, this one I couldn't really, you know, there's some things that you just can't relate to because you've never been through. But there's some things that you like, uh, you could, like the, the feelings they convey, you can understand. Exactly, and so like, oh man, that one. After she died, oh, I was mm-hmm. like, I think I was like sad for like the next, you know, three or four days. Dude, that series made me cry like a baby. And, and again, like, the thing with, the thing that made it work really well too was was the score, like the musical score that they had. Sweet. Yeah. For that was just, mm-hmm. ooh, it was sad. It was so like it's it's. It's lighthearted, but it it like hits like heavy subjects so like not too in your face. You know what I mean? Like they don't over exaggerate right. it. Like it's just like it's so human. And it's like you you create this the uh like this empathy for these characters that are like you know not even real, but you know it, it's it's feelings that they go through in real life. Like people go another... through that in real life. Right, exactly. I think another good example was the movie uh, Your Voice. Is it Your Voice? Yeah, the, the one where, with the, um, the deaf girl? Deaf, yeah. When she was bullied by the MC? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that, one, that one was rough, too. That was How, that one. I feel like that, yeah, like you said, it, and when it comes to something that you can kind of like, or like almost 100% relate to, like those hit so hard. And, and slice of life anime for sure. Slice of, slice of that's life. That's yeah, such so a I'm, good genre. That's my answer. Slice of life. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, All right, let's, let's speaking, move on. Let's move on yeah, from this sad. Uh, speaking sad. of you know musical scores or just you know music in general, it plays such a huge part in anime. I mean, you could say that for like movies and TV shows and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. like anime and music, they're like two halves and make a whole right like for me for the longest time i remember thinking or i had the mindset of like if the opening ending either one are trash and the anime is like pretty good alone i think the anime is trash (laughs) i think i had the same mindset it's like if i if i'm not hooked by okay so this is for me this is how i usually go about like watching Mm -hmm. my so first of all it's like the genre mm-hmm. i can correlate with the genre yeah. after the genre it's like i look at the poster like the promotional poster mm-hmm. and then i look at i read the i read the synopsis for the story yeah and if i can't get past that then it's I'm hard to like out. try it right yeah but sure. once i once i get into it i'm like okay i'll, I'll give it a, i'll give it a try mm-hmm. um if i can't get hooked by the the opening the opening theme <sighs> I, i'm not even gonna watch yeah chalk it it's it's like you're never gonna watch you're never gonna finish i it. mean Unless it's like getting some like mad reviews, like oh, it's like one of the best. You gotta watch it. The storyline's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give it another try, and I'll just you know skip over the. Oh opening. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and speaking of which, what are some of or you know one or two? It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a crazy list. 
uh, favorite openings, endings, and then, you know, overall song artists in Japanese music? Um, uh, opening? It doesn't have to be from the past. It could be now. Mm, I'm trying to think. I mean, other than just communication <laughs> by two mix. You know, right. Gonna, gonna, um, opening? That's tough because mm-hmm. there's a there's, there's quite a few good ones, but the one that one that just kind of like top of my head right now because mm-hmm. I can't think. Um, the Demon Slayer. Good end Good end Dude, Lisa is God. <laughs> um, yeah, that's because I there's just so much. I that's the first thing that comes to my mind for sure. Um, rightfully so. Ending. That's tough. It could be either or. Uh, ending. Oh, there's so I I don't know. I don't know for. I don't know. I'm gonna leave that one blank. That's fine. It's either I'm gonna leave that one and blank. or and or. Okay. Okay. And or. Okay. So Kudenge. Um, uh huh. Kudenge. Yep. And then I guess overall. Okay. So I have like a really wide list of like music overall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a Spotify playlist for my Japanese music. There's probably like over 24 hours worth. Oh, of- I know. Mm-hmm. You've seen it? Have you seen it? Not your list in general, but or specifically, but oh, okay. I remember we were sharing music when we were in Japan just to have one when, while we were on the train. Is there a way to like link? I guess a playlist on our podcast. I'll Can figure. It. I'll figure it out. All right. All right. <laughs> so those of you listening, if we do <laughs> manage need, to get that, if, if you, you want music. some music fixed, yeah, I have over like twenty four hours. I mean, I know everyone's on. all on the BTS Korean. Or K-pop oh, stuff, but oh, oh, I know my mom is. Mm. Yeah, which is fine, which is great. I mean, if no, you, I'm not if you could, like... if you like that, there's no way you can't yes. like Japanese music. Exactly. It's not necessarily the same formula, but I feel like Japanese music is a lot more diverse than K-pop. K-pop sticks to, uh, I guess pop, R and B, R and B, yeah, definitely Western stuff for sure, which um... is great. There's. I'm not saying it's not good because I love K-pop music too. Or I just I like, say I like I just like to say that, you know, even though you don't understand their music, as long as you, you don't have to be, you, if, as long as you can feel it. Oh yeah, feel the vibe. I mm-hmm. think I think it's definitely exactly. worth yeah. uh, listening to. But no, okay. Um, let's see, music. I have I have quite a list of music. Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually wrote that down here for one of my points. Nice. Um, one of my favorites is I pronounce it Imer, but I think it's pronounced Emmer, mm-hmm. like French, like Shitem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Imer is pretty good. I think I mentioned her to you. You definitely did. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I have her in my playlist. She's really, I, I enjoy. She mm-hmm. has like great vocals. Um, mm-hmm. another good one that I liked was Garnadelia. Garnadelia. Um. Oh no, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like a electro, almost like dance clubby kind of music mm-hmm, style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like her again. Her vocals are like amazing. Yeah. Um, as for like band wise, mm-hmm. um, they've been they've been really on the rise. Uh, they just recently had a tour here, or I think here in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah, they had a couple shows. Um, oh, I think I heard you talking about Bandmade. Yeah, Bandmade. Yep, yeah, they're Bandmade. Good. You're the one who showed me them, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. thanks really, for putting me oh on. My God. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I have here, I just recently uh, found this group. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, what's really funny is I found them through Pentatonics. What? 
and so pentatonics i think they did a couple shows they've done they've done a couple shows in japan and so mm -hmm. they've been you know pretty popular there yeah and so they did they did a cover to one of this japanese band's song wow um it's called pretender so if you if you you know mm -hmm. have time to look at it. so look up pretender on youtube those of you at home um but you can either watch it by pentatonics or you can watch the original uh, the band is called Official Hige Dandism. Hmm. That's H-I-G-E, and then Dandism, D-A-N-D-I-S-M, Dandism, Dandim. I, I don't know. You know, Japanese band names are like, yeah, they're 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 very abstract sometimes. Um, yeah, I think I think they're like really good. So if you take, oh, they're like, super and, popular. Yeah, I know who this yeah. is. They're okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. I just recently discovered, and I was like really because i found them through pentatonics which Man, was like that's weird. very surprising actually yeah so that's, i think that's that's kind of like what i'm yeah he gave dandism yeah nice cool um and those are like people that are pretty pretty recent so that's pretty good pretty recent oh another good one i like too is um uh rayona rayona Oh. R E O N, and then she has like a capital A. Uh huh. Um, she's pretty good. She did a couple songs in the latest uh, Sword Art Online, Alicization. Mm -hmm. And it was really good. And it was really cool too because she also voices a character in. Well, she doesn't do the actual voice acting, she acts as the musical side of her. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gun, uh, Sword Art Online. Like a singer. Gun yeah, yeah, yeah. Gun Gale Online. Uh huh. That's dope. Uh, she's by the alias of Elsa Kanzaki. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's really good. I love I when like, I love when artists do that. That's so cool. I like when they actually immerse themselves into like the anime that they make music for. Yeah, it was. I was surprised. I was like, well, because see, at first I was. I think I was like, uh, random music on on Spotify, mm -hmm. and and then this this artist came up. Elsa Kenzaki, right? And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm listening to her, and I was like, she sounds oddly familiar. And then I find out later on, she's she's the artist that I've been listening to this whole time, <laughs> just under a different name. That's funny. I love when that happens, though. It's always cool accidental things in anime. Um, how about you? What's awesome. Your, uh... Fave, fave. One of my favorite openings ever would have to be the Cowboy Bebop one, okay. which is Tank. That's okay. classic. Um, another favorite opening would be Haikyuu's third third season opener, uh, called "Fly by Shoot." And we, whenever it comes to questions like this, I always blank. Right? <laughs> like you just don't remember who it just, is. Just yeah, exactly. Um, because I have an anime music playlist. Anyway, that's one. The fly, the the it's the first opening. I think it's the only opening for the third season of Haikyuu. Uh That just gives me the thing about like, uh, like I said in in anime is the music has to get me from the opening. Right. I mean, not one hundred percent get me, but like as soon as it gets me, even if people think the anime is trash, I'm gonna love it. <laughs> but when it comes to anime openings, endings, music in general. I talk about this all the time with my cousin Jacob. Like the influence that music has on like how I feel about the anime is like 
tantamount to, to almost everything. Like mm-hmm. it gives it gives me this like crazy emotional f- like swelling feeling that like heightens my experience when I watch anime. Like it makes my love for it like so much more. And like music plays such a huge part in anime. Um Fly is definitely one of those songs. Uh any TM Revolution opening for Gundam like for Gundam Seed whatever. Mm-hmm. Any of his songs. Uh let's see, another favorite opening. Definitely any of the My Hero ones. All of them are bangers. My Hero Academia has like one of the best opening endings consistently in like anime that I've seen in a while. Uh favorite ending. I think I only have one answer for this because it's like my favorite ending ever. Okay. Is Fourth Avenue Cafe from uh Rurouni Kenshin. And it's by one of my favorite artists of all time is Larkin Seal. They're like the, one of the greatest bands of all time. Oh, what um, is that? Let me look that up. Fourth on. Avenue Cafe. Uh-huh. It's very jazzy. So it opens up with drums, uh piano. Definitely check it out. You know Lock and Seal, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, that's my favorite ending. Uh, ending for any anime ever. Um, and then favorite song or and or artist. Right now. Uh, what was his name? I always get his name mixed up. I know you were totally big into uh, was it Kenshi? Kenshi, Kenshi Yonezu, dude. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Kenshi... I remember you telling me that you were so big into him. And it was funny because I only started listening to him when I found out about him in Japan. Because we were going through like the, the Tower Records places. I'm yeah. Like, Who's this guy? Heard his song, one of the songs. Oh my god, fell in love. Lemon. Uh, Lemon's such a good one, but my probably my go-to song from him. I'll just name him as my favorite artist right now. Uh, Kenshi Yonezu and the song Shunrai. That song bangs. And there are other ones that I forget, but I'll just say that off the top of my head right now. Because we are uh, 45 minutes in. <laughs> we could talk for hours, <laughs> dude. dude. All I got it's so crazy. Off. We could just it's go amazing. on and on and on. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that would be my favorite song slash artist for the time being. Okay. Um, all right. So getting into, I guess, the second part of our first episode. What happened this weekend was the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, and yeah, how could we, how could we not cover that? Like I think that's it's a, like I, I think before we talked earlier, it was just kind of like you know perfect timing, perfect timing, timing right? Yeah, you know, start off, you know, the very first podcast. I think it's it's, it's only right. There's a lot of a lot of good topics. Um, I was, I'll say that I was really surprised by some of the choices that yep. that won. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Some of them not so much. It was just kind of. Like oh that was a given. <laughs> it's a given exactly. For but sure. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, and I'll have to say this is actually the first anime awards I've watched like full out. Oh, it's okay. Me too. I usually to just finish. look on the list. I yeah, usually, I usually look at the list after it happens. But yeah, this is the first one I've yeah. I've watched. As and well. I I guess you could consider this as like the either the Emmys or the Oscars of anime. I mean, it's still pretty cool that eleven million people voted in this thing. Yeah, like, that's that was a pretty lot. crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a simple thing, but I feel like it's pretty prestigious in the anime world. 
because I mean, like any movie or TV show, your you know your success is based on your viewers. Right. So starting off, some things that I took away from it, being it the first one ever, is as expected, as with most like people who think of like anime nerds, you know, or weebs as they call it. Uh, it was pretty cringy <laughs> for the most but not part. Like- it wasn't not, like not a bad really cringy because yeah. I've seen I've seen like bad really cringy when it comes to anime. Oh yeah, but this this one was kind of like it was tolerable. It was like it, it was, was like tolerable. it was like it gave me like the chuckle, like the good chuckle. Where like oh man, that that was pretty good. That was funny. Not like <laughs> uh, there were like, some oh, moments like stop. that. Yeah, there were some kind of like small moments like that. But overall, it was it was like a good. It was like a tolerable cringy. I, I think the overall cringiest part for me was was the. Was the rap? Oh God! That occurred. That I was, was like, so bad. I was like, why is this? Why is this? <laughs> but you know, they had to fill something. Exactly. They had to fill a segment. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, it was pretty cool to see something like that. I mean, like we were discussing earlier before we started, uh, the production could have used more work. I guess. You would think, right? For you know, Crunchyroll, that's like a big streaming service Huge. for anime. You would think they would, could at least invest maybe, you know, a little bit more money into into the event you know make it maybe yeah. like uh, i was thinking you know make i mean even just like a small like auditorium kind of thing and you know yeah. people can buy tickets and and, and like like well, enjoy the event, event themselves rather than having that which i'm assuming is probably you know just crunchy roll just staff, staff. That was yeah because yeah. it sounded like the crowd is really small right um yeah i mean crunchy roll is the biggest anime streaming service uh, second to like Funimation, I guess, because they just started kind of too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the production was okay. They definitely could have done a little better, especially if this is like this definitely wasn't their first one. I don't remember when the first one was. Yeah, uh, I think they said this is the fourth one already. The fourth so one, okay. You would figure, you know, by four, you could at least. Have yeah, something. yeah. I mean, I'm guessing it's like miles better than when the first one was. Oh, I bet. So, yeah, I bet. Uh, but I mean, no, Xavier Woods was like I thought was the perfect host because. Everybody knows if you think of like an American weeb or a, a weeb based out of America, it, Xavier, Xavier Woods is like Woods. one of the top ones. Yeah, he's like perfect. Uh, he did he did well as a host, I think. Like he he helped drive along some like things that were he prevented a lot of like awkward tension <laughs> or awkward just like dead air. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was he was good. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see. The other hosts, or I guess the the what the was people's the people's the, pe- the um, host of the people, or something like that. Uh, what, what do they call oh, it? I wrote it down. Uh, voice of the people. Voice of the people. Ironically, people. his name, his name is Tim. Tim. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Tim. And it's funny enough, he looks like one of my friends, like a spitting image. I, really? When I saw him on camera, I was like, what is the heck you? is my friend doing on the the show? And then they said Tim. I was like, what? There's no way. He looks exactly he probably, like my friend. He probably has an alias. Probably. I I would never know. <laughs> um Yeah, he was cool. He was he was probably the more awkward cringy person on the show. I think. I think it was just cringy because sometimes it was like the the like the board that, you know, was showing like the tweets and like oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, chat. Yeah, right. I think it was just wasn't working very well you know, at yeah. the right time. Yeah, it wasn't working so it was kind of like true. Kinda That's like, true. Uh, Gotta say some things. No, but I I like I like their dynamic. It was good. Um, what else? Uh, 
I didn't know a lot of the presenters. Um, presenters, I, knew, I think? I knew, like, Lily Pichu. Uh, she's a huge, you know, yeah. person in, in Twitch. Um, the two guys, uh, what's his name? Vader, obviously, you know Vader. His videos are great. Uh, and then the other guy, what's his name? Uh, I recognize Lily Pichu and Domix. Uh, oh, and Sungwon. He's he's a uh, he's someone I follow on Twitter a lot. So, um, but yeah, uh, let's see. That's probably like the only thing about the anime culture I don't keep up with is the people who represent it, like stateside, mm. like the YouTubers and stuff like that. I yeah, don't I yeah, don't follow I like any of them at all. Well, I know I know Domix is partnered with Crunchyroll, so that's why. Right, I, I right, right. Um. See, oh, the biggest annoying thing in that show, dude, was the cameraman clapping. Are you sure it was the cameraman? I thought it was. I'm um, pretty sure I thought it was Tim. I thought it was Tim clapping, and they just didn't cut the mic for. I him. don't think so, because Xavier Woods was clapping too, and they didn't hear it as much as uh, the cameraman. It was like this. It was like like right in front of the right. Mic. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that was the thing because they panned they panned to like Tim clapping, and then like. But they they cut out their mics every time they do something. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But yeah, I totally agree. I was just like, what's with this obsessive like overly loud? <laughs> it was class? just like right in front of the microphone. <laughs> Whoever it was, uh, doesn't matter. Um, just just a small annoyance. Yeah, just a small annoyance. I mean, it's it you know people who didn't watch it, you're living vicariously through us, kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, music video definitely the biggest cringy thing that whole hour. I honestly, I didn't even. I was like, I was even reading the subtitled lyrics at the bottom. I didn't <laughs> get it, dude. It was so it, literally the setup. The setup was literally. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, at the noodle museum in Yokohama? Yeah. And then up top was like the noodle, the noodle like noodle bar kind of yeah. mm-hmm. taste test different kind of noodles. Yeah. Literally, the setup was pretty much like that. Yeah. And I thought I recognized the place too. <laughs> everybody was just like, you know. Hyping each other up, and they were rapping some kind of rap that didn't even make sense. I, yeah, I didn't get it at all. Like the references, some of the references they made, I was like, "What?" And this went on for like four minutes. It was so. <laughs> I was like, "What oh, is it gonna?" Man. It was really funny because I was reading the Twitch chat at the time too, and I was like, "Everybody's like, oh my god, make it stop! <laughs> when is it gonna end?" Dude, that chat was going off. It was just like so fast. It was so good. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah, I mean, overall, the the show was good. I think they could definitely do better next year. Definitely, there's always things to improve, uh, improve on. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's just let's, let's get right into the meat of the award, anime list. awards. The categories, our predictions, and the winners. Uh, let's start out. I did everything in chronological order that they. Okay. Announced. Okay. So right, I'll just follow along. Best character art. The uh, nominees. Okay. were yep. oh they didn't they oh hold on let me go back up uh why did they go character design is that what you're looking for wait who i think it's character design that you're looking for their website oh no this is just the okay yeah yeah best character design and let's see the should we go with who our predictions was first uh let's go with the nominees and then our predictions and then the winners. okay okay all right so best character design 
uh, Carolyn Tuesday, Dororo, Dr. Stone, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Sarazan Mai, which I haven't watched, uh, and Vinland Saga. Those were the nominees, and my prediction was either Carolyn Tuesday or Dr. Stone. What about yours? Okay, so a little disclaimer here, because uh-huh. I haven't seen a lot of these, uh-huh. a lot of the uh, nominated animes I haven't seen. So yeah. some of these might be biased towards what I've That's just fine. seen. That's yeah. fine. So those of you listening, this is my bias. So mm-hmm. for best character design, I went with uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Uh-huh. Just because, again, I, that's the only one I've seen out of that list. Nice. I mean, that's so. Without like throughout these awards, uh, the categories, like almost anyone could have won. I mean, there are obvious, like clearly heavy favorites, but for the most part, if any of them had won, I wouldn't even be mad. Okay, so the thing is, for me, like this past year, Demon Slayer was just like a big thing, right? And so, out uh, of all I, the characters, I think I think that was the biggest one going to the end of the. The year. End of the year. Yeah, for I sure. I don't know. I thought it was pretty big. So I figured, just because of how big of an imp- impact it did have at the towards like towards the end of the year, I uh-huh. figured out of all the categories that, that they was were like nominated, they it was just going to be an automatic like Do- Demon Slayer. For Demon sure. Slayer. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I, I like I said, like there were definitely clear heavy favorites that you know I wouldn't have been surprised if they won. There's probably one category that I was super super surprised about. But for the most part, we'll that. yeah. So okay, so be- yeah, best character design, Dororo, was the winner. Okay, claps, claps. Congratulations, <laughs> Dororo, and what was the? Where were they? Satoshi Iwataki. Designed by Hiroyuki Asada. Um, you know, Dororo was such a good anime, dude. Have you watched it? No. Dude. <laughs> Again, that's why I picked. Uh, that's why. I, so I, the only ones you watched was Kaguya-sama, uh, out of that list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, wow. Oh, lucky you, because all those animes are freaking. Awesome. Well, I haven't watched that as on mine, but it looks funny. Uh, all the other ones, dude, so good. Um. So yeah, congrats to Dororo for best character design. Next up is best animation. Best animation. Where is that? I wish they did this in the order that they did. Best animation came out. So nominees were Demon Slayer, obviously. Attack on Titan Season 3. Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Sarazanmai. Vinland Saga. And then Fate Grand Order Absolute Demonic Front Babylonia. Their titles get so crazy. <laughs> I know. I feel like as, as each... Fate series comes out, just the <laughs> title gets longer as well. Yeah. Uh, what were your predictions? Um, my prediction. Okay, so this I went. I went in order. Okay. I went one, two, three out of ones I. Went. Okay. Uh, again, just because I thought they were going to win by a landslide. Number one, Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, close behind was Attack on Titan season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for three, I put down Fate Grand Order. Nice. I mean, you you're like heavy fate grand or just fate fate fate, fate in general, yeah. Um, my prediction was Demon Slayer, uh, or Mob Psycho, because uh, have you, you've never watched Mob Psycho? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, you gotta watch that one too. 
uh, Mob Psycho 2, the fight animation, just the overall animation in general was just so eye-catching. And I'm pretty sure there was very little CGI. Everything was pretty much hand-drawn. And I don't know, just I, I can't really speak for like the, you know, the complex, the complexity of like animation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just as a viewer, like everything that the main character used in his powers, like just like the overall uh, animation for everyone using psychic powers, because that's what the anime is based on is psychic powers. Mm-hmm. So good. And funny enough, or I guess not funny enough. Deservingly, they won Best Animation. Best Animation, yeah. Which was, to me, was, again, a huge surprise just because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, K&Y, Kimetsu no Yaba, Demon Slayer was like... Uh, Demon Slayer, I thought, I thought the animation... Oh, yeah. So they, they really out, outdid themselves with... Oh, yeah, for sure. Kimetsu no Yaba. UFO Table, you know, they're, they're at the top of their game right now, for sure. Um, all right. Next category, Best Couple. This uh, where is that? Where did I write that down? Best couple. Oh, right, best couple. Oh, hello. Oh, best couple. Nominees are Baki Hanma and Kozue Matsumoto from Baki, Kaguya Shinomiya and Miyuki Shiragane from Kaguya-sama, Mafuyu Sato and Ritsuka Uenoyama from Given. I have not watched that. Uh, Ryo and Mabu from Sadazanmai, which I haven't watched either. Actually, I haven't watched a third of these. Um, Rika uh, Zonazaki and Shun Amagi from O Maidens in Your Savage Season. And Yimmer and Historia from Attack on Titan. Um, my prediction was Kaguya-sama. That was like my only one, because I was like, that's the only one that I like heavily watched. Or thought deserved the the award the award yeah yeah for me okay i was a little surprised that ymir and historia was actually on this list me too when i saw that last one i was like huh i was i was a little surprised because i don't know if i was like watching something else because you watched season three right i did and i I don't know if i was like watching something else than everybody else was watching i think for me yeah it just seemed like seemed like they would just had more of like it was just friendship relationship you know like a deep friendship relationship yeah right it's so when i read when i read best couple award i was like a little yeah i mean they were kind of vague uh, on like what exactly the criteria was for best couple because you know you could obviously be like oh is it like romantic couple right uh and i'm pretty sure for the most part any of these categories beside or any of these nominees besides attack on titan are based off of like love or relationship romantic relationship romantic there you go yeah but um, um, my vote was actually just like yours. Uh, Kaguya-sama. Kaguya-sama. Yep. And congratulations, they won best couple, which uh, rightfully deserved. Um, yeah, the Yimmer, the Yimmer and Historia one. Like I see the dynamic between them. Like they have that, like you said, friendship. And I guess Yimmer is like super into protecting Historia because mm-hmm. that's like her like one true friend, I guess. Yeah, see, that's how I that's how I saw it. I I didn't see any. But like... it was such a short. It was it was such a short. Um, dynamic between the two. Yeah. Like, have you read ahead? Uh, I haven't read it. I just watched. Okay. It yet. Um, but yeah, I, it's... I it's, it's spoiler alert. I heard some some bad. It's cr- it's 
crazy. Anyway. Yeah, Yimran Historia, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a surprising nominee. But I guess, you know, anybody in the anime world will ship anyone, right? <laughs> yeah. It'll be they like the weirdest. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next category is Best Girl. Best grill. And I'm sure this, this Best Grill, I'm sure this sets up so much debate between the, the chat because a lot of people said rig, 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 whatever. Um, nominees are Carol in Carol and Tuesday, Chika Fujiwara from Kaguya-sama, Emma in The Promised Land, or The Promised Neverland, Kohaku from Dr. Stone, Nezuko from Demon Slayer, and Raftalia from The Rising of the Shield Hero. This was my most surprising and shocking uh, win. Yeah, or, not was, mine, was... not mine, but the whoever won it. I was like, I was, what? I was taken aback too. But when I was trying to decide uh -huh. who should win this award, I was I was having a tough time. I think I probably spent like a good like ten minutes just trying to think of the mm -hmm. order that I wanted people to win. Just because like this was actually this is a tough. That's so tough. Like I, I'm pretty of, sure like, I changed my prediction like three or four times. Yeah, I, I, I really had I really had trouble mm -hmm. uh, going with this one. You you want to list yours first? Yeah. So I mean, uh, out of the ones that were nominated, I I picked two. Uh, obviously Nezuko and uh, Raftalia because I love the Rising of the Shield Hero and Raftalia is such a classic best girl character. Uh, and obviously Nezuko too. But uh, yeah, those so did are... you pick Nezuku, ne Nezuku, Nezuko? <laughs> Uh, over? Oh no no no! no. I I said either or, but either or. I'm, I did lean more towards Raftalia just to like throw like a, a wrench in. Okay. You know, okay. just the the whole thing. Okay. Um, what about you? I I see your hand, and I will. <laughs> um. Raise okay, me. so this one this one was tough for me. So I went with my top choice was Chica. Oh, such a good choice, though. Like I can't even. Um... And I picked her as best grill uh, mm -hmm. because if you think of Kaguya-sama anime as as a whole, mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much the dynamic between Kaguya and Shinomiya. Sh Shinomiya. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think if you think about that anime with Chika, mm -hmm. there wouldn't be so much dynamic interaction between the she's two a, main characters she's totally she's a like catalyst. a she's like she's like the glue to the whole anime right for sure and i don't know it's just it just seemed to me like mm -hmm. when you when you think of best grill you just think of someone that you you just look at her and you're just like that's the one right you you're like, just like you i think she's she should win yeah, you know, and that's what the uh, uh, what's her name said too on the show is like right. Exactly. When you think I of totally best agree. girl, you just feel it because exactly you look at her, you're like yes, and like everything that she's done in like the anime, you're like yes, that's right. best girl. Yeah, like she had sure. she had her own moments on top of the moments that she had with she had her own uh, ending. <laughs> dude, okay, we'll, talk, we'll get great. to that later. We'll get to that later because I have some words about that. Okay, um, but no, like she. She just had like so many good moments. I think one of my favorite memorable uh, memorable moments, other than the ending that they had for her for one episode, which yeah, was, I don't know why they couldn't do more, mm -hmm. um, was the episode where she basically coaches uh, Miyuki. Yeah, 
um, in volleyball, right? And they mm-hmm. spend the whole episode, like half episode, how to play volleyball because he's not really. Yeah, he. Well, he. Yeah, he's like athletically inclined, right? Um, and then at the end of the at the end of the episode, basically, he's like really good at it. He's like <laughs> he like destroys. You know, he's like wowing everybody. <laughs> like, oh wow, he's the, the student council president is like he's so good. He's like he's not. He's not just academically like smart. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. out there. And then like you just on the side, you just see Chica. <laughs> and she's like in bandages. Her bow is gone. It's like literally a bandage <laughs> on her bow. And then she's like you know half dead. And then um, she she turns to she turns to Kogi and she's like, I raised him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she like I like, like the mom. <laughs> and she's like mom. <laughs> oh my god, I died. I think that was that was great. I think that's that's kind of the moments that she had that made me pick her as best for sure. girl for sure. Um, and then just going down here, number two, I actually had uh, Raftalia. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, just quick notes here that I have. Um, as her younger character, you know, she's a little hesitant, but then, yeah. you know, she eventually, she eventually uh, trusts Naofumi and just sticks by his side. Yeah. Um, another quick point I have here for her is was that, you know, she'd never betray him. You Unconditional know, she, love, pretty much. Exactly. She, she, she pretty much defend him for her, like, with her life. Always. Um, yeah, and I think just for her, she had, like, the most character development. Dude, right? Like it literally, you see her grow up. Exactly. In like the first yeah. season, it's just like, dang. Yeah. Because I've read, I've read again. ahead, and it's just like, yeah, dude, she is you know, dope. She, yeah. she definitely had the most character development out mm-hmm. of every reading of this, and that's definitely. why I was kind of agree. Um, just because dude, everybody loves Nezuko. But yeah. If you if you objectively think of Demon Slayer and her character. Mm-hmm. She only had like one line in the beginning of the of the series, right? Exactly. That's and, I mean, that was like the what I guess when we reveal who won, like that was like uh well go ahead, go, keep going, keep going. Okay, uh, so she only had that like one line in the beginning. And then pretty much the only time you see when she's, you know, helping out with the fight or she's just like doing her like quirky Right. She's just know, like being cute. Doing yeah, exactly. Coming and, out of the box and stuff like that. Exactly. And for me it was just kinda like you can see her as adorable, but I don't know. That's why I, I kind of had to put her down down the list. Of, yeah. Of best girl. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I mean, it goes back to like what we were talking about, like the why people choose best girls. Right. It could be like almost any reason. I mean, not any reason, but it could be like the reason like character development, uh, strength, uh, her her love or like uh, um, devotion to whatever character she opposites and uh or she just really really just freaking quiet. cute yeah right <laughs> um yeah so the best girl shockingly to, to to my surprise was me too me too raftalia yeah and you saw it in like every, like their face they were like the the presenters they were like what because i'm pretty sure everyone was thinking it was gonna yeah. be nezuko Everybody was ready for Nezuko. Even the um, the chat was just like rig, 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 rig. Yeah, and then the the little like chart thing that they had just had heavily. Yeah, they didn't show that. They only showed it in the back. They didn't show the whole thing, and it was just like it was all Nezuko. (laughs) But no, I could totally, I I totally like thinking about it now. I can totally agree that uh, as shockingly as it is, I think Raftaria definitely deserves a win. Just because, again, like I said, I think she had the best character development. Definitely. Um. Yeah, so congrats, Raftalia. Well-deserved. 
Golf claps, golf claps. Golf claps. Best boy is next category. And the nominee oops. The nominees were Bruno uh Bucciar- Bucciarati. I haven't seen this JoJo's, so I can't really I probably butchered the name. Uh from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. Kyakimaru from Dororo, which is the main character. Uh Kanata Hoshijima from Astro Lost in Space. I haven't watched, but I want to. Uh Mob or Shigeo Mob Kageyama from Mob Psycho. Tanjiro Kamado from Demon Slayer. And then Naruzo Machi from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, which I, I've seen one episode. It's hilarious. Yeah, I heard it's funny. I, I heard it's super funny. Um, yeah, so my predictions right off the bat were either Mob was probably be my like my number one, and then Hik, uh, Hyakimaru from um, Dororo. Because uh, he's like his character is really freaking awesome in that. In it. Uh, yeah. What are your what were your predictions or I guess your uh, list? Uh, I went with the obvious choice here. I went with uh, Tanjiro. Uh huh. Demon Slayer. Yep. Oh, that was that was your only one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well. Well, there you go. And the best boy was Tanjiro. Uh, no surprise there. Actually. No surprise there. No surprise. Um, I think. I didn't choose him. I was kind of not mad about it. You didn't want to. You didn't want to go with the obvious choice. Well, I I definitely didn't want to choose him because you really don't see his big development until after what's coming up. Like he had really good moments, and like obviously episode nineteen was the moment for him. Mm-hmm. But when I think of best boy, like. I see his whole development in the series. That was a defining moment for him, but because I've read so far ahead, like I know when he becomes best boy. And I'm okay. actually surprised I didn't see... I mean, I guess I'm not too surprised because uh, Inosuke wasn't in the in the season too long. But he is my best boy. You would have added him, added him as a nominee. After. Inosuke, well, I guess not... In season one, because you, again, you really don't see him too much. But he's definitely, I would have added him regardless. Inosuke's best boy for me. Um, but also, Mob from Mob Psycho for me was like number one because, again, his character development from season one and season two, and then you combine the two growths, like, it's insane. He becomes such, such a likable, I mean, he was liked from the beginning, but like his character development, like, he's, it's like watching a son grow up <laughs> like he's like that in 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 the anime so it's, it's really good. i i really i highly suggest you watch mob psycho it's really good um and then yeah best boy was tanjiro so congrats to tanjiro tanjiro um ganpachiro ganpachiro uh best opening best opening i guess we could just go through this because i they didn't announce the other yeah they kind of just like they he skipped was like, through it okay, right this is this he was like this is the next four categories and yeah and like, I, bam, they bam, didn't bam, bam. yeah they didn't have any um nominees for it which is fine i mean it's it's really hard to name a lot anyway best opening mob psycho great i love that opening uh best ending kaguya-sama and probably specifically chika's ending right mm-hmm. yes exactly so go ahead and talk about it um 
Well, let me say a quick words. Uh, best opening. I, I voted. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I, vo I voted Inferno. Uh, after that, after I listened to Inferno, dude, I've been listening. Wait, to hold on. Wait, I just realized. I'm sorry, we're going over time, but um, oh, that's fine. This is our first episode. We do whatever we want. We do whatever um, we want. I'm trying to think how they, how like what nominees were allowed in this award because they said 2019, but Fire Force came out in 2019, but I guess too late, right? Uh, I think as long as it's in 2019. I'm pissed. <laughs> how do they not have not even okay? I don't mind the anime wasn't nominated for anything in here. Besides best opening, I can't believe people didn't choose that because you said it. Yeah, I think I think that should won. That opening was godlike, is godlike. And I remember we were talking about the second opening. I told you like I didn't like it too much. It grew it grew on me like exponentially. I it's love good. that. I, I love I, that I opening. I loved it so ever since I first heard it. Like, it's, that it's really. I was I was so surprised when you were like. I think it's because, like, the beginning, like, when they have, like, the the radio chatter, it kind of drew me off because I was like, eh, it's taking too long to get to it. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's, like, one of my number one, like, hype songs to listen to. It's so good. It's so good. That band is nuts. That song specifically, but, yeah. The first opening for Fire Force, I'm so surprised it is not on this list. Yeah. I, after I heard that, like, I just started listening. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say I was just mentioning this that one of my favorite songs, mm -hmm. Mrs. Green Apple, is. Uh, God, I don't know how Wait. to say it in Japanese because oh, uh -huh. it's a Japanese text. Yeah. yeah. Wait. I really? wish I could like. I wish down. I could see which one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, because they're great. I love them. Anyways, yeah. So I'll just say that. Um, moving on to best. Best ending. ending. Yeah, was Kaguya-sama. Okay. Kaguya-sama. Specifically, they showed specifically Chika's ending. Yes, because. <laughs> out of the two endings i think that's definitely the best what one. trending what trending could get you i mean what trending what what ending could get you trending so much on social media dude that um, ending blew up. can spur on a lot of people doing the a, dance literally a live cover dance <laughs> on youtube which i probably see like you know a good like eight or ten of them uh-huh it's just that good it's the tune is catchy the the character is, is likable. Character's perfect. I don't like, know. It was just good. It was the good. dance moves were were like like classic chica. It's like classic. Like when you think of Japanese dancing, it's not like it's okay. It's here in comparison to like K-pop. K-pop. It's like super hip hop. Yeah, it's, it's hip -hop. super hip hop. But when you think of like Japanese dance, it's a lot of like hand movements and being, <laughs> you know, being kawaii, right? Yeah, right. And it just had the perfect amount of it, right? Yeah, for in sure. That ending. Like um, it had, it, just, it had, it had really good choreography. It was really good. Okay, so the thing about best ending sequence, though, is again, like you were saying, like mm -hmm. how Fire Force wasn't included in some of these nominations. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to, I had to add in here. Oh, Sword Art Online Alicization War of Underworld ending mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on lasting by Lisa. Dude. Should have made that list. I honestly, when they said Mob Psycho, I was kind of crushed because they didn't say Gurenge. For opening? For opening. But I think they think, I think they're saying overall sequence, 
like animation with the music. I mean, I mean, I guess like but not just still, the music, but like the visuals. But yeah, I mean, I guess still because Demon Slayer's opening is lit. You see, like him doing his freaking breath moves, and that animation's incredible. Along with Lisa's song, like oh, that song is that song. That was like the first super super popular anime song in a very long time. Like everyone. she's done a lot of good songs. Oh yeah, she's done so many good songs. Sao in general, like she has a whole album full just for Sao. Which is why I had her listed. Yeah, for ending. As for ending, unlasting by Lisa. It was just like visually. That song is aesthetic. so good. It's like so simplest. I don't know if you watched the ending music video mm-hmm. or the ending video for it, but mm-hmm. like it's so visual, visually aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Right, especially for for Sao, so, right? It just goes so well with with right. the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how fans voted. I don't know how that went down because they didn't really explain it. So, I don't know if if that was on the list. Honestly, that would have been like my first choice right there for sure. Yeah, my first choice. I guess if I had to make like my own prediction, I it, I thought it would have been uh Gurenge for opening and then ending. Uh, ending, I didn't really. Even bother to think about when I saw Kaguya Sam, I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Again, we love the music. The music drives anime like so much. Um The next category is I'm not really too savvy about I mean, I am kinda like into like who the voice actors are for mm-hmm. for like a, uh, the Japanese side. English side, yeah, really I didn't. Okay. I didn't write anything down for the, the only. Just yeah, the only English like voice actor that I care about is uh, Spike Spiegel's voice actor because he is the goat. He, like you can't tell me otherwise. What's his name? Um, I'll find out later. But uh, going into those categories, uh, best voice actor performance for the Japan side is Yuichi Nakamura for Bruno in JoJo, which I have yet to watch. Um, and then best voice actor performance uh, on the English dubs is Billy Kamitz. Is that how you pronounce it? Kamitz for Naofumi in Rise of the Shield Hero. Uh, I don't watch too many anime yeah. in English dub, mainly because a lot of them are really bad. Dubs over subs. Dubs. I mean, <laughs> subs over dubs. <laughs> whoa, 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 take it back. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Take it back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of the English voice actors, they usually try too hard, and they sound kind of, I wouldn't say robotic, but it's like so stale in like their emotion when it comes to certain lines. I just don't like it. It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's sometimes it's bad. Uh, I will say some of my favorite animes that I do, that I have watched in dub that I thoroughly enjoy is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, or Full Metal Alchemist. Um... Cowboy Bebop, obviously. And um what's the other one that I watched? Oh, uh I don't know if you've ever heard this one. It's called uh His and Her Circumstances. Mm, it's Katekano. Katekano. It sounds sounds familiar. Yeah. Those have really good voice actors. Like they're top notch and I'm sad that they don't use them often for for some anime. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh all right. Uh these other ones were the same where they didn't have uh, nominees. Best Fantasy goes to The Promised Neverland. I 
100% agree that anime is so good. Have you watched that? Mm-mm. Watch that too. Okay, you're gonna have to make a list of ones that you. Have. I, I yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you have already. Um, best comedy, Kaguya-sama, definitely. Uh, best drama, dude, Finland Saga, hundred percent. So congrats to The Promised Neverland, Kaguya-sama, and Finland Saga, in their respective categories. Finland Saga, Saga really that good, bro. Like, what's the story about? I mean, to make to to, to give you like cliff notes, uh, ex war chief for the Vikings gives up being a war chief to live a simple life with his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son, uh, is like the typical character who wants to follow in his dad's footsteps, his past footsteps. I mean, they don't know exactly who he was in the past, but they knew he was a strong warrior. Mm-hmm. And the son wants to venture out to travel and see the world. Um, but then the father's past catches up to him, ends up, you know, uh, being his death. His son sees that and takes revenge. And it's about okay. the, I guess the first season is about the son's uh, plan to exact revenge. And he does it in a way that's really interesting. Like, you should really watch it. It's really okay. good. Uh, it's it's I would say it's definitely an epic slash uh, or a drama slash epic because it's it's man it's so good like I've read up to whatever the chapters are on now and it's pretty nuts um yeah uh all right and then going to the next category that did have nominees best director and the nominees for that is best director. Oh, here we go. Uh, Tetsuro, Tetsuro Araki for Attack on Titan. Kiyotaka Suzuki for Babylon. Shinichiro Watanabe and Motonobu Hori for Carol and Tuesday. Yuzuru Tachikawa for Mob Psycho. Kunihiko Ikuhara for Sarazanmai. And then Shuhei Yabuta for Vinland Saga. Um... I'm not even going to get into why I think my guess or my predictions were should have won, but uh, Shuhei Yabuta for uh, Vinland Saga and Shinichiro Watanabe were my guesses. Or I guess my thoughts. Uh, I went with uh, Tetsuro Araki for Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, rightfully deserved, they won, or uh, I guess Masashi uh, Korizuke and Tetsuro Araki won Best Director for Attack on Titan, because... I mean, you—it's hard to say. Attack on Titan is not great. It's—it's it's a really, really good anime. So, uh, well deserved to them. Uh, best score. Now, how many of these animes have you watched? Uh, let's see. Best score. Let me see if I can. I guess you've seen uh, three of them. Best score. Let me look at the nominees. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and name the nominees. Okay, so best score we have uh, Maki for Carolyn Tuesday. Oh wait, can you can you say that again? I think you cut out. Uh, Maki 
for uh-huh. Carol and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goshina and Yuki Kajira, player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatsuya Katu, Hiro Tsutsumi, and Yuki Kanesaka for Dr. Stone. Yugo Kano, JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure. And Kevin Pankin, Rising of the Shield Hero. What were your predictions? I'm a big, like I said, when we started the podcast, I'm a big Hiroyuki Sawano fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I compare him to like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I honestly picked him just because like he, his composition is just amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter like whatever work he's doing. I, I, You'll always, it's just, yeah. It's, like, always it's almost like an opera. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Oh, so that was your pick, right? That was my pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my prediction was Maki by Carolyn Tuesday because I don't know if you know anything about Carolyn Tuesday. It's a heavily music. It's a music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, it's it, it's based off of two girls who want to uh be musicians. So the whole anime is just full of music, and Watanabe is known for that because of um Cowboy Bebop. Like, he's heavily influenced by the music that he listens to, or just music in general. So he composes a lot of his, uh, pretty much, like, almost everything based around the music. So for me, I thought the obvious choice was going to be Maki for Carolyn Tuesday. Uh, And sad to say, Sawano didn't win. Maki for Carolyn Tuesday did win. Yeah. Um, Well, when they they previewed um, a clip from that show, I was like... This is actually really well done, dude. The, and you, so when they did win, mm-hmm. I was like really surprised. I thought it was a good, yeah, it was a good choice for sure. Um, and like you said in the beginning, like you, there are ones that you haven't watched and you're like just really biased for, right? Right. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance, even just to like to listen to the music of Carolyn Tuesday, definitely do it because they go all out. Um, all right, next category is best protagonist. Um. Best protagonist is. I just have it. I think it's like top. Here you go. Uh, nominees were Emma from The Promised Neverland, Hyakimaru from Dororo, Saitama from One Punch Man. No surprise there. Senku from Dr. Stone, Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, and Toru Honda from Fruits Basket, which I'm kind of surprised about because. Fruits Basket is not a new anime. I mean, I guess they readapted it, mm-hmm. or they could maybe they continued it. I haven't watched any of this new Fruits Basket, but the old Fruits Basket, uh, I have watched, and it's a really good anime. But I was surprised to see that name pop up. I mean, I guess just because I haven't watched it. So, um, and yeah, so my prediction was either Emma or Senku. What about you? For me, I think uh, I think I got tired of at this point. I think I got <laughs> obvious choice. Yeah. So I I switched it up for. Okay. With in my in my in my heart deep down, I wanted him to touch yeah. Kamado. Yeah. But since I wanted to stray away from the obvious, I think I just went with random guess here, and I went with Saitama, One Punch Man. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's a good choice too. But for the second season, uh, I'm. If he had won, I would have been kind of disappointed because the second season of One Punch Man, although it was pretty good. I heard it wasn't as good as the first. Saitama's character was not nearly as likable 
as the first season for sure um but best protagonist uh, eventually went to senku from dr stone and rightfully so well deserved uh his character is really awesome in that anime um and then best antagonist is the next category and the nominees are i magase is that how you pronounce it I think, it's, oh yeah, I think so, Marcus. From Babylon. I've never watched that anime. Uh, Angela from Carolyn Tuesday. Uh, Ashkelad, or Ashkelad in the Japanese uh, way of saying it. Villain Saga. Garo from One Punch Man, Season 2. Isabella from The Promised Neverland. And Overhaul uh, from My Hero Academia, Season 4. And I... This is why I asked, like, what was the criteria for choosing the nominees in mm-hmm. in this uh, 2020 awards because this is the first time you see my hero academia like even mentioned in listed, yeah. and they should have been listed in other ones like i feel just purely because it's so popular so seeing his name was like super super surprising so i don't know how they go about choosing which animes to to nominate in here i mean i guess it's fan voted too but i'm really surprised my hero academia wasn't in any of the other ones but uh, what were your predictions? Um, just because I've seen Babylon. Yeah. Uh, I went with I Magase. I heard she's like really, uh, like it's she's dope. pretty, pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So just her. Yeah, that's okay. what I went with. Uh, I went with Overhaul. Uh, or Isabella from The Promised Neverland. Uh, and best antagonist did go to Isabella. Um. I know I saw some people kind of surprised that it wasn't I, because like I said, I heard she's like a really, really awesome pretty... antagonist. Like she's like nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if also you haven't watched The Promised Neverland, definitely give it a, a chance, and you'll see what Isabella's about because she is. She's like, like the guy said, she was like the best mother and the worst mother, because <laughs> she's like super, super. Not twisted in a way of like crazy. Like she's like so um what's the word I'm looking for? She's very sly, cunning. Like cunning, yeah. Uh very manipulative, I guess, in some senses. And just like overall, like woo. She gives you goosebumps. Um but yeah, so Isabella won best antagonist. And uh, should we talk about the Industry Icon Award? I mean, um, I mean, I guess as the studio overall that won it, they are it's pretty well deserved because they yeah, made. I, I agree. They've made like anime of the year worthy anime for like the past like four or five years. Um, so yeah, congratulations to George Wada and Wit Studio for winning the Industry Icon Award. Uh, really, really well deserved, especially because they're the ones who made Attack on Titan, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, and Villain Saga. Like they're, and I didn't know that they were like pretty brand new in the scene. Yeah, I really liked when he talked about this, the, the backstory like, of like yeah. they just small, small company, like five no eight, windows, <laughs> no windows, and then now they're just they're huge. what they are now. It's amazing. They're Fantastic. juggernauts for sure. Um, so yeah, hats off to them. They're an amazing studio. And I cannot wait to see what other work that they come out with in the next couple of years. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, 
Certainly? Uh, Did I say certainly? Cer cer certainly, cer not cer least. Anime of the year. Hot topic, right? Because oh, very hot topic. Anyone can debate. Like I'm sure there were so many debates uh, when they were saying who would be um, nominated for this. Like everyone had something to say, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the nominees overall. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, we have Carolyn Tuesday, mm -hmm. Mob Psycho 100. The Promised Neverland, Vinland Saga. Uh, this one was a surprise for me on this list. Mm -hmm. Oh, Maidens in Your Savage Season. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. And Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. No surprise there, right? No surprise there. So your prediction. <laughs> I went with the obvious choice just because. Yeah. If we think about the series as a whole, mm -hmm. and just from what I've seen from Demon Slayer was. It felt, it felt complete, for sure. You, you ever watch they, like anime uh -huh. series? Mm -hmm. You start off strong and then it just, it, you know, they die in the last five or six episodes. Yeah, Quality's like they kind of like fall off. Everything seems lacking or rushed. Mm -hmm. Um, or you have animes where it's again opposite end. It starts off slow and then it just picks up, mm -hmm. you know, later on. Mm -hmm. I felt like Demon Slayer just kind of had a full package. Dude, it, it was it just consistently like, like up and up and up, right? Right. It, it just felt like the pacing was right. It didn't feel too slow. It didn't feel like things were dragging on, but it didn't feel too fast either that we were mm. skipping a lot of main, you know, like storyline, yeah, in, in, integral storyline that that makes up Demon Slayer what it is. Right. And then on top of that, you had an amazing animation mm -hmm. done by uh, the fight scenes uh, by Ufo Table, dude amazing the visuals were amazing the music mm -hmm. i music like we've been saying this whole time music <laughs> makes the anime right yeah it oh my god everything that accumulated from episode one to uh-huh and then just the way that they brought out uh tanjiro and then the music mm -hmm. that came with like tanjiro i think in english it's tanjiro kamado song yeah. i think mm -hmm. that's the translation dude of that it. song's so good and then on top of that you just had like Nezuko who comes out with her blood demon power, right? Dude, Everything yeah. that's just like accumulating, and then you think that he's gonna win. Mm -hmm. He could lose. Oh my god, <laughs> he could lose. He could win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the way that they ended the season, right after episode, it just kind of after all that build up, uh -huh. they bring it. They bring it back down, right? right? They bring it back down. We're we're meeting the um, the Hashira, the Hashira. We're meeting them. We're getting like getting to know them. And then they leave it off, right? They didn't leave, but they didn't leave it on, like, you know, something else. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't like, it you know, like pedal, pedal to the metal, it, and then just let go at the end, right? Right. It just seemed like the way they ended it was perfect, which is leading up to what's oh going to come out later on this year, which is the the train arc. Uh, the train arc. So oh I, my I God. think that for me was one of the reasons why. Complete package. Here. Complete, complete package. package. Even though I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Any of the other the way ones? It was presented yeah. was just complete. For sure. From start to finish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, no, that's definitely a, a great choice. Like, that's undoubtedly, like, it was the heavy favorite. Um, my guess is I wanted to go against the green uh, or go against the crowd and pick uh, either Carolyn Tuesday or Vinland Saga because all the ones besides um, 
Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, which I, I still don't know anything about. Uh, I've seen everything else. So I was able to to like gauge a little bit better what I thought could win. Mm-hmm. Um, See, after like Vinland Saga started winning awards, I I was honestly I wouldn't have if they had mm-hmm. actually won right uh, anime of the year. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so my pick was uh, either Carolyn Tuesday or Vinland Saga. Um, but you know, as we saw at the end, anime of the year for 2019. Gotta give rightfully, it to you boys. Rightfully so to Demon Slayer. Congratulations to to the whole team there. Like they they put together such a good adaptation from the manga, and it's like spit like a spitting image of the manga. Well, when you can do it so well, especially after episode nineteen, where you can do it so well that even uh-huh. the manga creator or the creator of the Gotoge Sensei, yeah, like you can make that person. Like feel so happy and cry and just like feel emotions. Mm-hmm. Seeing your work animated like that, I think I think you've done a you've done a phenomenal for job. sure, for sure. Right? And like, you know, hats off to Gotoge Sensei for making such an amazing manga. Like, you have to read it, dude. It's so good. Um, I have it on my list too. I, I, yeah, I see that the chapters keep get, getting updated, so I you know yeah. it's on my list to read. Um, yeah, I'm sure she's like pushing out like as much as she can toward like towards finishing it because I'll just say right now it's. I'm pretty sure it's going to end soon. But, um, yeah, like, the reception that she got for episode 19 made her cry. I was like, dude, that's how you know. You have, like, a, a one in, like, a, a maybe, like, two-decade anime mm-hmm. that's going to be, like, remembered forever. And rightfully so. Demon Slayer, like, hit everyone like a ton of bricks, man. Um such a good anime and i'm sure anyone who's listening has seen it you know it's it, we're, we're beating a dead horse here but if you haven't go watch it the anime is amazing really good. well deserved definitely anime of the year in my book i mean i know some people probably argue that other ones could have won it but <clears throat> just from like sheer popularity and just like overall traction that it it, it gained throughout the year like you can't beat it can't it's, it's it was so good. it's too good so that was the uh anime awards for 2019 any like quick thoughts uh, overall for like or, the, how the I whole guess, year how the whole year was or? as as a, uh, for the show and i guess for anime because there's one thing i okay yeah go ahead one thing that i wish they added in there uh category wise was anime movies Ooh. um because that's true can we can we talk about <laughs> A certain anime that came out earlier this year. Wait, uh, Seishun Butayado. Oh, dude! Right. Um, I think if there was a category for best animated movie, you know what? We'll make it honorary honorary um, mention. Best anime movie of this year, definitely. Well, yeah, I guess for our pick for sure, especially because we watched it together. The uh, air quotes. Um, definitely that movie because. I mean that anime too is freaking awesome. Anime is amazing, and it like carried over like so well. Like I was kind of nervous as to how it would play into it's, how the series was because it's very misleading. Because I remember when I showed it, uh huh. Hey, you should you should check out this anime. Right. Um, but don't get misled by the by the poster the title, yeah, or the title and the poster, right? Because mm-hmm. in English the the translation leads to like um, bunny girl doesn't dream of 
something something yeah, right? yeah, and yeah, you're uh-huh. just like well okay what kind of anime is this, is this like a like a lewd yeah <laughs> right because the, right? the 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 anime poster like the dominant but predominant anime poster that he uses a girl you know obviously with cleavage in a bunny suit right it's like a casino style but casino suit, style bunny right? suit. Yeah, right, right. and it's it's very misleading but the overall premise of the of the anime wasn't as it seemed and so i think not at all though i think that when they added the movie which i think should have honestly should have been a category and they should have won mm-hmm. it just the storyline was so well done and it was such a surprise to see how it was played out because it totally wasn't what i was expecting <laughs> dude when we were watching it <laughs> we were just like texting each other oh my god what the yeah it that was... ending yeah no uh, yeah i i agree yeah. like that they should have i think they should have added an anime movie of the year because obviously like that i feel like anime movies when they're good i mean most of them that have come out in the recent years have been really good that draws in the most like new people you know what i mean because mm-hmm. anime like uh episodic like style stuff people don't really get into uh too much unless it's like super popular but anime movies because they are released in theaters like everywhere in the u.s especially if they garner enough like traction people will go watch and especially because yeah. a lot of us like uh we like to promote or like tell our friends you know watch this movie because it's so good even if you're not into anime just watch it as a film by itself mm-hmm. i feel like that helps push the anime culture higher i mean you know prime example Kimi no Nawa. I feel like after that movie came out, yeah. I think the anime world just like there was a it big, blew up. big explosion of people that were like invested in in, people in that... the anime. At the, I think at that time they were like similar to yeah that genre style, right. and yeah, I, like you said, I think just movies have such a big influence on how people, like... I guess, perceive anime and and how they consume it. Exactly. So yeah, I I guess I am. I'm I'm I didn't notice that until you said it. Like I'm surprised they didn't have a, an anime movie of the year because that definitely plays that plays a huge part in in pushing this culture forward. To... Okay, so quick question for you. I know I know we're running like <laughs> almost um, two hours. Quick question for you. So speaking of anime movies, so we have Seishin Butari, right? As that we can say, you know, you ask me between us, that's that's a winner, right, for a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you up against that movie. I want you to list your top pick: that movie or Black Fox. Dude, actually, I'm not as torn as I initially thought when you asked that question. Um, I would say Station Buddha. Station Buddha. Yeah, for sure. Cause Black Fox. You watched Black Fox, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um. Throughout the whole thing, it was great. I feel like the ending was a little wishy-washy. I mean, because it's an open-ended ending, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they're going to make it into an anime series. Like, this is supposed to be, like, the promotion for it or something. I hope um, they do. It's actually pretty good. Dude, yeah, it's pretty good. But I feel like that... I feel like it was just a little... The ending was a little, eh, for me. Yeah. Yeah, it it wasn't as strong as the beginning and middle, like the beginning and middle were like so good. Like, uh, do you think it was just like rushed or just like the? the I think it just wasn't complete. Yeah, I just I feel like it was just like 
incomplete or uh, I guess a little rushed. I feel like the like like especially like how she became like who she is now. Mm-hmm. I feel like they rushed that so fast. Like or they did it so quick. Like there wasn't too much development. I mean, I guess she has her backstory with like her grandfather and her dad. But I feel like that kind of thing, like her development into becoming Black Fox, should have been a series, like in itself. Like I don't think it fit too well in the movie for just for me. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely pick Seishun Bunta. That that movie was so good. It was. It was good. That was so like we. I like after we finished, like I just stayed in bed. I was like. Ugh. <laughs> I know, I think me too. Like, after we've been in, what do I do with my life now? Yeah, but I was like, that ending, though. So good. But yeah. Man, it feels like, for some reason, I keep thinking Kimi no Nawa, like, I know it's been out, it's it had it's been, been out for a years. while. But I feel like it's always that new movie every year, because someone always brings it up. Well, the new one, the, the one, the follow-up to that one, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, the weather with you? Yeah, it came out, like, Last month, it, they yeah, did like it was, a special screening yeah, at the movie theater. Yep. I, didn't get, I didn't get to watch it, but yeah, I need to watch that one. I heard that one's pretty decent as well. I yeah, I heard that was good. That. Also, um, well, I know, oh no, it was last year. Promare. I need to watch that too because I heard that mm-hmm. was awesome. The animation I heard is incredible. Uh, I have to watch that still. But yeah, I mean, I guess my thoughts overall on the show, they could definitely up their production. Uh, I wanna, I, I'm gonna research more on how they actually decide. The categories and the nominees because I think this makes vote. I mean, I'm sure it is by vote, but like, I think they shouldn't do that. I think they should have the winner decided by by vote, not the nominees. I think they should like totally, uh, for the nominees, they should add people who like garner a lot of merit. Like, my I can't believe my hero season four was not in here. Yeah, there's a couple of animes in here that I, that I wish was in the list. I mean, oh, well, I guess they didn't add it because I understand it's not technically done yet. I think this season might have... I'm pretty sure the season is still for which ongoing one? for My Hero. Oh. I think it's, I'm pretty sure this is still ongoing, but... I don't think it should matter, honestly. If it I really aired think in it 2019, matter. I think I, it should just be included I in the list. Because yeah, so I, I, I had a couple in here that I wanted. Mm-hmm. mentioned that right. should have been listed right okay uh, i'm yes. not gonna name the categories so it's gonna take too long no that's fine uh, uh but we'll just uh yeah so overall show was great i i enjoyed it it wasn't too gringy or whatever um i'm, I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do or what anime they're gonna include from this year because this season alone has been pretty good but what uh, do you i've th- been on and off this season yeah i mean we'll get into that discussion later um, but yeah, I guess honorable mentions for me that I think should have been included in any not any of these nominees was My Hero, Fire Force. Um, Fire Force yes. another anime that I, I, I just those two for sure. I can't believe they were um, left out. So for me, the ones that left out, uh, rom com, uh, Gotobun no Hanayome. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen um, that. you haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, wa Benkyo ga Dekinai. Um, uh, English translation: We never learn. Oh yes, that oh that anime is so good. Rom com. Yeah, that's uh, so good. I would have had Fumino Furuhashi as best girl. Ooh, that would have been so good. That that would have been my choice. Um, 
another honorable mention. Did this season two just come out? Uh, yeah, I think both seasons came out this past year. Well, they were finishing season one, and then they came yeah, out yeah, with yeah. later on this year. Yeah. So yeah, uh-huh. um, that should have been listed. Mm-hmm. Another one, Sewayaki Kitsune no Senko-san. Mm-hmm. Um, I have your Fire Force as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen this one. Um, Kara- Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san. Mm-mm. You haven't seen that one's really good. It's so. it's good. Um, surprising one that I didn't see. Ugeki. <coughs> Shokugeki, yeah. Don't know why that wasn't uh, listed in there. I think that would have won a couple. I thought that one was funny. I thought that was a good comedy. I think I think that should have definitely been at least in the category in the best comedy. Um, um, but yeah, I think that's that's all my honorable mentions. Nice. I mean, that's there's so much anime. People who don't know anything about anime, like there are. Too many. Too too much. So I'm sure. I guess the the board who is choosing who to include. I'm sure they had a tough choice, but <clears throat> all the ones that were uh, put into the nominees. I mean, they're rightfully so. Um. Yeah. I mean, overall. Agreed. Agreed. Overall, last year was a banging season, or a banging year. Last year Pretty was anime, full yep. of so. I feel like that was like the strongest in a while. Like 2018. I think it just felt good because like it wasn't heavily sedated mm. with isekais, <laughs> dude. You know? Right? I think Do they're you going that, that stretch of years. You remember that that stretch of years where everything just that was coming out just seemed like isekais, and you're just like, oh, this is literally the same. Was that story. like 2000, like 15? Yeah, I was like 14, 15, 15. Si- yeah, 14, 15, like 16 for sure. Especially because Sao was like big. That one anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I think they're going back on that trend again because I've seen so many titles that are isekais. It's just like, holy cow. But they're they're kind of doing it in a different way now, I think. Which is good because... Which is cool. We want some different take on it. Like, like if you go back from, like, SAO, the isekais then, the character was super OP right off the bat, and that Mm -hmm. was it. Like, they destroyed everything, right? Um, Now it's like... The character's OP, but the character development is so like it's like level one character level yeah, yeah. that they have to build them some up th- themselves up to be where they're supposed to be at. Yep, which is really cool. Also, another oh, I guess another honorable mention would be um, overly cautious hero. That's another isekai that's like oh, yeah. it kind of flips on the the genre because he's super freaking strong, <laughs> but he's so cautious of everything that he prepares. He overly prepares for like, everything. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, that's another good isekai. But I I like how they're flipping the the genre a little bit with uh, each one that's coming up. But it is starting to get a little overwhelming for me. Like just seeing that you know it's another kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Uh, man, we could talk. We do, Hannah. We could go on forever, but we'll have to save that for another episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. So uh, to to all of our listeners. Uh, I hope you enjoy our inaugural episode. Uh, again, we are Baka to Baka, just two cousins hashing out our love and passion for anime, gaming, yeah. yep. and pop culture. Uh, next episode, uh, we're all, well, I guess our schedule, we're trying to come out with an episode either every other week or every two weeks, just so that we have material Something to cover. To 
Although, I mean, we're always. <laughs> yeah. I mean, judging from today, and I mean, we were planning originally planning to do an, this. an hour. Our podcasts are probably forty-five minutes to an hour. But as as you can probably <laughs> tell just from listening, we've been ranting on for like almost two now. So it's about to be two. Um, I think. I think. I think we'll be fine content-wise because yeah, we content, can just ramble on about yeah, whatever. Content-wise, but also, you know, because I think this is going to help me stay within, I guess, the uh, the anime news side of mm. things because I don't follow too don't follow closely, too and I know I should, but it's more of just, like, the, like the only news that I know is always, like, what's coming out. Mm-hmm. That's, like, as far as I go. Um but yeah, I guess this will definitely help me delve deeper into the uh, the current events. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. Of, of the anime world. So, yeah. I mean, you know, if you stuck out this long, thank you. This is we just appreciate. This is just like a you know a, a passion project of ours. It's it's uh, super chill. Uh, if we can you know make something bigger out of it, great. If not, this is just us to ramble about just hang out like things well exactly i think i mentioned it before it was like sofa gaming you know when you used to just have people come over to your house and just hang out yep this exactly. is kind of what we want our podcast to be mm-hmm. uh so yeah again thank you so much for for listening uh we look forward to making many more episodes for you guys and uh we will see you in the next one bye